Nine one one. I'd like to uh, place an emergency. Ah, uh, yes. How might I take your order? Um, I need to see a doctor. Literally any doctor, please. Uh, well, I've we got... don't have any of those. Oh, we we we're out of them. Yeah, we ran out last week. We're out of those. What what am I? I, I literally have a a de a de amputated. I have an amputated leg. What 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 should I do? Does does it hurt? Tell him to cut off the other one. Uh. My associate tells me to just cut off the other one. You should probably just even it out. You know, like Thanos, good old Thanos used to say. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so like the pain, instead of being in the one leg, it'll yeah, like, yeah. It'll, it'll distribute itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, for sure. Um, uh-huh. Anything I'll, else? Uh, you want to yeah. side with that? <laughs> mm, uh, count any fries? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. We ran out of fries. Are you kidding me? We ran out of fries. Did fucking Jimmy eat all the fries again? Yeah. God damn it, motherfucker. All right. Uh, yeah, we're out of fries. Sorry, no sides. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know where to go anymore with this. <laughs> we're out of fries. Fri- fries is the only side this restaurant has. <laughs> all we have are fries, but we ran out because fucking Jimmy ate them all. <laughs> An employee ate them all. God damn it, Jimmy. We've been over this. Here we are. So yeah, we're back. We're here. We're here again <laughs> for Still. for everyone's viewing. What do you, what do you call it when it's audio? Listening, idiot. Listening pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listening pleasure. Yeah, those things. Ears. Ears. <laughs> what do you do with that other sense that you have? Smell. <laughs> I can taste sound. I can hear the colors. All right, well, we're not on acid right now, all right? Jesus Christ. We should do relax. that one day, though. We've already tried the podcast while drunk, and we, yeah. have a, we have a very big peanut gallery that dislikes it. Let's get into the summary, then we can get into the memes. All right? In the cold of winter, atop a tall mountain sits an old castle blanketed by snow. Nami awakes to an unfamiliar sound. She looks and sees a creature. The creature is startled and runs for cover. It's a talking reindeer! Dr. Kureha interrupts their little reaction and explains to Nami that if her condition was left untreated, she'd be dead in two days. Luckily, our little blue-nosed reindeer guy is hard at work keeping up with her treatment. Turns out he's also a doctor! When the gang extends an invitation to join them, Kureha begins the heartbreaking tale of this sad little doctor. Chopper was born a regular reindeer, but his unnatural blue nose caused him to be shunned by the other deer. Eventually stumbling upon the human-human fruit, he gains the qualities of a human, which allows him to walk upright and talk. No longer seen as a reindeer, he turns to a nearby village in hopes of joining the humans. The sight of him incites fear, and they begin hunting him down. But not all was lost for our lonely friend. A man by the name of Hiraluk the Quack happened upon the heavily injured reindeer and offered him medical treatment, and thus ensued the trials and tribulations of both of these interesting individuals. Hiraluk takes it upon himself to teach the little guy the ways of the world and explains his impossible goal. He wishes to make cherry blossoms bloom on this winter island, spending 30 years on this dream. And then the day came when he found out. He only had 10 days to live. Hearing this, our blue-nosed champion goes out and finds what he believes is the cure to Hiraluk's sickness. Stricken with absolute joy, Hiraluk eats the mushroom and proclaims he's cured. But it turns out later that what he ingested was actually a deadly poison. In his last moments, he asks Kureha to look over the kind reindeer. 
to teach him everything about medicine and used his research to save the country. And so, atop a tall mountain, before a castle blanketed by snow, Hirolook yells to the heavens and thanks his loving son, Tony Tony Chopper. I liked that summary. That's good script. It's beautiful. That's a good script right there, my guy. Oh, it made me tear up. Thank <laughs> God, thank Much God, like dude. these episodes. I'm not crying. It's raining. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but uh, but before we get on to the to the good bits, uh, it was specifically requested by our editor Dylan uh, that <laughs> let's let's cover the stuff that isn't as tear jerking first, <laughs> like the stuff that was outside oh. the flashback. Oh, uh, I got you. Oh yeah, I got you, you got? right here. Oh. I got a big fat I fucking told you so. Oh? Oh yeah. Um, the bug uh-huh. bite. The bug bite. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. I fucking told you so. You guys are fought with me tooth and nail. No, no, it's just pirate sickness. Because that's how diseases work. Yeah. And bro. it was specifically pointed out at that point just recently that it was a what kind of bug? A castia bite. A tick. In a humid climate. Is that actually like a bug? Is that like they a are. bug? Oh, I did not know this. I, don't, I was speaking out of my ass. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, okay. They are in this universe. <laughs> I mean, I, I figure it's just some fucking shit in their universe, but if like a Kestia was like a tick in real life, like I'd believe you. I, I don't know. Fucking don't but no, I, I, again, I just want to drive it in really deep. I fucking told you so. It was a bug bite. It was so obvious that they made it, they pointed it out, and you were like, no, it's just her being sick. Okay, you did that be- hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was me, and I, yeah. I agreed with you that we didn't know what happened in that scene until right now. I don't. I, you're, I think you're missing the part where they just didn't want to make a big deal out of it now, at that moment. Yeah, yeah, we wanted to. But mis- it's foreshadowing was I was, yeah, I was trying to point out was like you could see the cause and the effect. It wasn't just some aimless bullshit disease that popped up out of nowhere. It, there was a cause and effect. This just shows us that Devin's also a doctor too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Shit. What? No, Dude, I'm he, just observing. Yeah, he's the doctor of the crew. No, fuck you. You get to be the doctor. Get out of here. You're a doctor she... now. Congratulations, <laughs> doctor. Here's your, here's your PhD. I'm going to go cure sadness. That might take a little longer than 30 years, but we'll get there. Speaking of sadness here, uh, Walpole as a villain. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. This is so fucking dumb. Because they showcase it in this in this episode especially, and they describe it as the way that he eats things and he can turn his body into those things. This is like, this is even more tragic to me as a throw, as, as a, as a devil fruit gone to waste because this power <laughs> is so goddamn cool. And they do, it's, it's, I love this power in my hero. They have the same guy. It's the same power. Everything he eats, except it's, he, he eats just food. He can turn his body into characteristics of the thing he eats. Sun Eater for the for the culture oh, folk right, right, right. Uh, in My Hero. Basically, he eats actual food instead of like fucking wood and cannons. But he takes the characteristics of things he eats. So in in the show, his he, his signature move is like combining like a clam. He uses the hard shell for armor. He uses the, like octopus legs for fucking ranged weapons. He uses Whoa. he eats chicken, so he gets wings. Man, that when you really stuff. point it out like that, it really shows how much My Hero Academia stole from One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say stole. I don't want to say stole. We want to say repurposed and made cool. It's just that one guy who made who made it uh, <laughs> taking all of. Taking all of the good powers that One Piece threw away and making good use of them, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, this is this is an extreme in my, uh, in my opinion waste of a a really cool potential fruit. 
alternatively, I, I couldn't have, well, before you sold me on it, because I haven't seen this guy in my hero, I Honestly, I think this is one of the most useless fucking powers I've ever seen nah. in my life. And I don't think of I can't think of any way this man could have made it more interesting than making cannons for arms. And even then, he's what is he going to do with them? He's fucking useless. See, for me, it was more so of like a it was a stretch of the explanation of their power. That, that mm-hmm. That's how I saw it. I was like, OK, I, I get the fact that he can literally eat anything much, much. Got it. But then, like, they turned into the whole, like, he can create and turn his body and literally, like, combine two people together. Like, that was just, like, in my head, I was like, what does that have to do with anything with That was really stupid. Yeah, was really, the factory like, part the, was I, weird. Like, like, the idea of it was a stretch on the name of the power, in my opinion, so that's what it was, sure. like, throwing off. But I do see, you know, Christian's point, like, how, you know, like, in perspective of what they did with Sun Eater, how the power could be really cool if explained right. I also cannot stand. Okay, I, I, I see, and I, I get. I guess I get the munch thing, like being able to turn into the object. The main purpose is being able to turn into things. Yeah, like if anything, at least they gave him that. Like I can vibe with that. What I can't vibe with is when the dude turns into that factory or whatever. And I still hate this to this day. And he yeah. merges his goons into one super goon who still looks fucking stupid. He combined them, and I don't know how biologically that works. I no one does. This wasn't the the, the what's it called a, a thing they were used to. They were surprised when he started doing this. <laughs> uh, I feel like they've had, I feel like they've done it. They've done this a few times, but they Maybe. were just like, oh shit, we're doing this already. I, I guess I guess like it would be better if he was like a morph more fruit or something. Maybe I don't know. I don't know that there's any redeeming what they did here. No, there really isn't. <laughs> I I like the fact that we have met another devil fruit. I'm glad that this arc at least has Zoans for us to sink our teeth into because fuck Wapples fruit. Like they they've expanded a lot on devil fruit in this one, like of just the possibilities. Because like before it was like. You're like, oh, it's like, like, again, like, where did this fucking human human fruit come from? What are the rules for it? What happens if a human eats it? Like, <laughs> what does that happen if a human eats it? That was like, my question. There's a lot of interesting things that are being thrown out, but with this munch munch fruit, it's just so, like, in comparison to, like, the expanding on the, 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 the fruit, it's, it's very wasteful. I, I can't believe that this king is, like, any like dangerous threat whatsoever with this yes i don't see him no one treats him in the show as being a threat no nobody there he's he's just a he's a goon he is the definition of goon get out of my face like at least (laughs) mr five as much of a throwaway as him and miss valentine was at least he had like style and like a like a some like a personality you could somewhat vibe with this wapple dude he's a he's an obnoxious arrogant fucking useless and not threatening villain get out of my face dude go away (laughs) like this this whole arc is there's no secret that they came here for a doctor this is this is chopper's arc and but they can't just have everything be happy go lucky with them trying to convince Mm -hmm. him to get on the boat there has to be a reason luffy has to do something extraordinary to get uh chopper's attention and to break his will to go on the boat so (laughs) break his will (laughs) (laughs) friendship no jutsu's him <laughs> I uh, Wapple literally exists for this purpose. No, alone. I agree. But the dif- the difference is though is that, that that Chopper his story though makes up for it. Absolutely. I I would put. I mean, I, we'll do this eventually. But I'll put I'll put Wapple at the bottom of our list. I'll say it now. Yeah. <laughs> at the bottom, right at the bottom of our villain list, I'll put him right there. I don't care. 
at literally everyone else in this arc more than makes up for it. Yeah, literally but everyone. That's it. But that's the thing is like everyone else is carrying this arc on its back while this mm-hmm. guy is mm-hmm. sinking it down like a lead fucking truck. I can't. I can't <laughs> wait till he's beat for that. Right. You know what? Maybe that's maybe that's the lesson here is that that's why he's the villain because you just cannot wait to get this man out of your fucking face. That's why this arc is so good because he's so <laughs> shit. You can't wait to see everybody else on screen. <laughs> that's what makes the arc so good. But uh, but all right. To get away from Wapple a little bit, uh, I do want to go to the first episode really big, really quick. Did anybody notice? Really, uh, this this is just a quick little thing. Anybody notice as soon as Chopper comes in with Nami's medicine, how fucking defined, like excessively defined, those herbs were in that bowl? I took a screen cap. I I it got deleted, but so I can't put it in the Discord. But dude. It was like every single fucking berry that was in there and all these like little leaves had all these little vines. Someone all spent over a long it. time drawing that and then they just that was what that was one person's job. And then uh, the, the other things I want to talk about uh, from that very first episode was golly, dude, fucking Kareha. Can we just please take a chill pill? All right. As soon <laughs> as Nami, Nami like get like entertains the idea of being like no dude like i'm feeling pretty good and immediately bitch is like on top of her with a knife in her hand around her neck going uh sorry girly uh you're either the only way you leave here is by being either 100 better or fucking, or fucking dead. dead she she basically <laughs> said if you really want to die that bad i can help you real quick i'll, I'll do it <laughs> I, I don't need to keep doing this i'm fine like, I totally get, like, her attitude or something, but Jesus Christ, can we take just a couple steps back? You're at, like, a nine. I need you at, like, a six. They made an off comment that uh, Luffy climbed three miles. Three miles? Straight upwards. Golly, dude. Could you imagine? Barehanded. He did it in less than half a day. He, yeah, he did it in a few hours. He did it less than half an episode. That's got to be... That's a that's an anime record. That's an anime record? <laughs> achievement unlocked uh like the only other things that this episode had was uh of course there was the uh sanji not picking up on (laughs) he calls her he calls the lady old gets his ass beat and then comes back with food for nami and goes like don't worry old lady i've got you some food too and then gets fucking bitch slapped again he calls her madam in the sub she's single so she beats the shit out of him Ah, (laughs) it it wasn't because she was old that time it's because he was assumptuous yeah she was like i've never been married fuck you punches the shit out of him <laughs> i'm in my young young I, I am a spring chicken and the nami goes let me guess 139 and she goes yep <laughs> uh my favorite part of 84 was the one time we zoom out of the castle and we go back to the main town area and everybody's on this rescue mission so- search for dalton <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and the fucking hiking bear comes by. <laughs> they, stopped they stopped in the middle of it. Everybody stopped. But that's not the only time they do it. They did it also in the flashback. They did it after, I think. Like I, I'm, I'm convinced that he's again mm, champion. It's just such a hard, jarring cut. <laughs> it's almost like if if everybody was stuck in the ocean, drowning, and they were gasping for air. Hiking bear, hiking bear comes up, and they go, "Oh, we got a bow real quick." He's, he's swims by on a floaty. It's swimming by. And then they go right back to drowning. Yeah, and then they go right back to drowning. It's, the, it's 
so it's such a such a dumb throwaway joke that they keep bringing back, and I love it so much. It's so simple. That's the reason why. It's because it's 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 so jarring to the the seriousness Usopp's of the moment. Yelling to Zoro about like we gotta find Dalton, and then it's a it's an immediate cut. They don't say anything. It's just bow. Everybody bow. So good. The only other things that happened in 84 was, golly, dude, why, why do they got to torment my boy Chopper like this, dude? Like, he, like the moment that he comes in to check on Luffy and Sanji, you got Luffy who's immediately eyeballing this dude, like begging for food. And then Sanji's like mumbling to himself saying, venison stew should be stirred in a pot for three hours until fully tender. And my fucking Chopper's <laughs> like, golly, these people are going to eat It's me. a horror show. <laughs> a poor guy, dude. <laughs> and then they have those the scooby-doo effect or they just keep running just keep running <laughs> <the> scooby-doo thing <laughs> send the scooby-doo shit a whole fucking time the fact that chopper runs through a door at one point like cut out and everything like looney tune style oh yeah dude uh, he's running for his fucking life and then and then Correa comes up grabs every fucking weapon in the whole goddamn castle and starts chucking them at sanji and luffy how dare you try to eat my reindeer whatever she was going on about this this is this is one of the best episodes this episode is just so full of like funny fun stuff that it's like ah uh, slaps it's great lots of highs lots of highs and then, but, and then but, we get three episodes of well you know it's the high <laughs> before the low oh golly all right so upon all these things happening luffy goes we need a doctor when do you join us before that fucking nami was like yo yo chopper do you, do you i'm just saying like i we could get out of here a lot faster if you could be our doctor we could really use you and uh, Correa like told like picks up on that and goes, I don't I don't really like how you were talking to my reindeer like that. <laughs> trying to scalp my trying to scalp my deer from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, oh, just to like lead into like the future of this dude's backstory, there was one comment that fucking hits, dude. It's, it's like when he's telling Nami, you know, I can't go to sea, like I can't be friends with humans. You know, the last thing he says before like everyone jumps into the room with Kareha and, and Luffy and Sanji or whatever he's is he just like mumbles to himself he's like I have a blue nose and then fucking Navi's just fucking like phaseless she has no idea what that means but poor Chopper over here is like you can't like me I have a blue nose nobody likes me because of my blue nose god damn it Chopper I like you I like no, you I love Chopper. Chopper. Chopper he's I actually you, Chopper. Become, he's actually one of my most favorite characters on the show he so is far. my favorite so let's get into that backstory yeah, everybody yeah, get dude. the tissues ready everybody get the oh, fucking god. tissues ready <laughs> I, I I'm the I, I love sad stories like I like this this one hurt the entire yeah. time yeah, and it, it was just like, like like from the beginning to the very end like it, it's just one of those like again it's one of those i don't know how to describe it it's one of those like sad, it's a sad story not like the entire time and obviously it's like at the beginning it's stealing off of the idea of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer wow. which is kind of funny but even but even ignoring that he hit went so fucking deep into like the like like showing how pained he was and how much of a struggle it was for him to get to where he is now that it's just like it, it, he's earned everything that he's you know done you know you know what really hits different than like with some of the other sad stories we've gotten so far that you know oda goes out of his way to like give nami a very you know tragic backstory she was held prisoner for eight years uh usap was born alone or, or grew up alone he had no friends luffy well we don't really know a lot about luffy to be fair zoro lost his childhood best friend like they all have like a sad backstory but Chopper's backstory is not only sad, it's so bittersweet because 
as the events unfolded, you know, everything that happened to Dr. Hirolook was exactly like he made the choice at no point. Mm -hmm. Did he not choose, you know, Chopper to give him the medicine, quote unquote medicine or whatever. And, you know, Chopper has to live with the fact that, you know, his, his, the dude who's, basically was his parent his dad was just like yo dude i respect the fact that you tried to help me and you know what you deserve to be fucking praised for it give me that medicine <laughs> and God damn it. we get so many scenes of them just bonding over the period of time mm-hmm. or, uh, mm-hmm. or the starting with the scene where he's like i'm not gonna shoot you where chopper gets like traumatized from the gun he's showing and then he goes naked i that uh, i don't understand he that. strips real i quick. did not understand that at all. i was like why what does that have anything to do with yeah, that? He, did it to prove him. No he was like, I'm literally not going to do anything to you. Look at me. I'm bare in front of you. It's definitely not an American thing, but I want to say like in Japanese culture, like showing your nude body is like super taboo. So it's like it's kind of like bowing without looking up or whatever. Like when you're like when you're on your knees or whatever and you bow with your head down, you know, you never you never really put your head down unless you you trust the area well you don't go fucking naked unless you're like submitting or whatever so this is like the gesture of submission right like here you go dude uh i've got nothing to hide i i've got nothing on me this is this is me and my fucking bare body you can trust me well, that was the whole idea i guess i mean <laughs> i don't know it just the execution of it was very it was very weird. What was really funny, though, was the way they, like, led into it, too. Like, as soon as, like, Chopper punched him or whatever, he, he's on the ground. He's like, how dare you? Do you have any fucking idea who I am? And then, and then he Dude. just immediately cut. My name is Haralook, Dr. Haralook. And I want to help you. You fucking bare-ass balls. I am naked. the naked maniac. <laughs> I am the naked maniac. <laughs> so we get all those cool scenes, and then we get a, a little scene here where uh, he's just he's discovering like, or a chopper is discovering the meaning behind the flag that he has around, mm-hmm. and Hitler telling him that this is the symbol of freedom. Essentially, this is what a pirate's flag is. Conviction, right? And then Chopper goes, um, something, something. I forgot the actual quote. He goes, uh, something about pirates, or he's talking to Luffy too, right? At yeah. that moment. And Luffy's going, I'm a pirate because I, I get to do whatever I want. I get to meet cool people. I have to cool adventures and all this. We get to have adventures. And then there's a little flashback where Hillelug, uh says a quote. And, and I really liked it. Where he goes, uh, Pirates? They're dashing swashbucklers of the sea with great strength and the eyesight of eagles. Their voices echo like rolling thunder. And it's, it's just killer. Yeah, 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 it is. Also, low-key, uh, dope-ass flag with the sakura petals scattered. It's it's tasteful. It's very yeah. tasteful. It's a very cool flag. I think I went a couple years like liking the sakura uh, blossom things, and I never remembered where I got it from. And then watching this episode, I was like, <laughs> ah, now I remember. Yeah. Now I remember why I like the start sakura of it all. blossoms. <laughs> it's just my brain went, this, you fool, this is why... Uh, yeah. And then, and then here, look, she's uh, just a quote me or, or like a quote my um, machine in these couple episodes. Dude, absolutely. Or everything he says is gold. Everything, dude. Yes. And he also mm-hmm. tells Chopper, he goes, It's great to be a pirate. The most amazing people sail the seas. Chopper, someday you've got to go to sea. If you do, you'll realize just how small your problems really are in comparison to the vastness of the oceans. The island you were born on is like this compared to the world. 
<laughs> that's that's Jordy humor right there too. <laughs> He'd be like, no, dude, you don't understand. It would, your problems are this small compared to the grand scheme of things. Wow. And then you got like a fucking five year old who's like, really, Jordy? And then he'll be like, nah, kid. It's really this small. <laughs> That's fucking Jordy Huber at its peak right there. <laughs> one of my and one of my favorite things is like, you know, Chopper's like gawking at this flag, right? And you know, I, I love that introduction scene because you know it's the message is there is no disease that can't be cured. Nothing's impossible. That's what this fucking mark means. And we also get a bit later on at the end of eighty seven where Luffy's maintaining his flag up and Chopper's like, oh shit. This is a real guy right here. This this is a real fucking man right here. This is a man's man. This is a pirate. He understands Mm -hmm. what a flag means. It's not even his flag. I think that's what's like most important in that scene is that uh, Chopper has to recognize not only that he's seeing a quote unquote real pirate that has been foretold to him by Hero Look, but this dude is protecting a flag that ain't even his. Mm-hmm. So Chopper's like, my God, look at this. Look at this fucking majestic creature. Yeah. What is going on? Look at this Chad. <laughs> look at this absolute <laughs> Chad right now, man. <laughs> he's really falling for that Luffy charm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He, uh, Chopper well, I mean, might fall the he, hardest of all of them. Let's be real, though. Chopper's a kid. And he's yes. very impressionable. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, he is so a kid. Like, like it's 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 not no surprise seeing him being you know awestruck by this, and so it's like like th- this whole again like I was saying this whole backstory is so well paced and so well done because of the, the there's a struggle to the whole story and it's just like the, like seeing him like uh, redeeming him or not redeeming but like overcoming his struggles at the very end like he's like before he knew nothing about medicine now he's a fucking medicine genius he's an but amazing in, doctor he's a great before when doctor. he you know fought with dalton he wasn't really confident in himself now he's gaining confidence by a new let's be real an idol and his you mm-hmm. know new a new idol which is luffy being he being a monster just like him so he's something to relate to because let's be real chopper's not really a monster he's just a deer who ate a fruit he's just a poor <laughs> yep. deer dude that just unfortunately ate the human human fruit man and like that's what makes you like him so much is because seeing these struggles and seeing him overcome them slowly over time and it well like granted we only have about what three episodes of it but it was like because they'd spent so much time showing how much this struggle like affected him as a character it's just it, it it's that much more worth it in the end and like this is like going back to like you know shitting on other characters and everything like that that's the thing i hate about tv is they don't take the time like they did with these ones to display these moments of like you know like pain and struggle and showing them earn it and like redeem themselves and they just go oh he redeemed it and it's like no there was no earning it there was no struggle why do i care these episodes were like a huge roller coaster of emotions dude oh absolutely boy were they they kept giving you the carrot and then burning the carrot right in front of you. Dude, and right go, Why? in front of you, man. <laughs> Why? Every time, as soon as fucking Hero Look and Chopper are like together, they're a, they're a big family. They're doing their thing. They're going door to door because he's he's a horrible fucking doctor, right? We haven't even yeah, covered he is, that right. yet. He's a quack he's, doctor, dude. He's, he's, he's a quack the quack. All, all right, he's a horrible doctor. His heart's in the right place, but he fucking turns people into frogs or some shit like that. That was like his introductory scene. Like everyone's like, no, please, doctor. I'll, I'll, I'll pay, pay you, you not to not. Pay I will not. pay you to not, please. <laughs> and, uh, like he's a fucking horrible doctor his heart's in the right place but he's a horrible doctor uh and they're you know they're doing their thing they're going through their gag reel of going door to door and and then when it gets to the part where you know hero look is starting to realize he's at like the end of his days and he he needs to give mm-hmm. chopper 
he needs to break himself away from Chopper, and, and his best solution, agree with it or not, is to just essentially treat him like a monster like everybody else. That poor kid, as yeah. soon as he gets, like, neglected, the first thing the dude does is fucking bl- make himself bleed to get back into the good graces. Oh, my God, my heart. He thinks that he's only around because he's injured, so he goes and jumps off the, 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 the tree there. Hits his head and he goes, see, I'm sick. And then the gunshot, my heart. It's it's how a little kid would react to something. And it's like, like, especially with a kid with that kind of trauma of just being like, when you finally attain, you know, being liked Mm -hmm. and having someone around that appreciates you and all of a sudden it's casts you away. It it hits you even harder. And so you will, you'll do anything literally to get it back. And so it's a kid at the end of the day. And it's like, when you think about how kids would, you know, react in a scenario of being abandoned, it's, it's so heartbreaking. It is. It, but like, it, you know, seeing the reason why and seeing how Chopper found out why, you know, you could see that, you know, like the, the, the birth of his, you know, he wanted to become a doctor. He wanted to help fix him because mm-hmm. he found out that he didn't abandon me because, you know, he hated me. He abandoned me because he didn't want me to feel bad. And then, you know, things happen, which, you know, he ends up accidentally poisoning him after struggling to get a mushroom, which he didn't Dude, know because he's a deer. The way the way he got that mushroom. He, this this oh. man struggled real hard. Yeah, but that's what I mean about the struggle. Like everything about his backstory is perfect because you see the struggle, the blood, the sweat, the the tears, the everything the about broken it. Leg, the broken fucking leg and antler. To explain this a bit, Chopper found like a book and he looked at it, and since he knows that the the flags mean pretty much freedom and goodness, he sees a skull on the on the book and he goes, "Oh, oh the skull means good, which oh. means this medicine is good." He also heard. No, there's there's two factors to it. The one there was the factor of the he overheard when he was with uh, right. the the doctor that the 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 twenty doctors were looking for mushrooms and they were beating the shit out of civilians to go get the mushroom because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be the quote cure all. Yeah. So he, his mind as an eight year old hearing that you yep. think oh well there's a cure all mushroom and then he mm-hmm. goes and sees you know then that that on top of the oh it's just a skull and crossbone whatever he's an eight year old kid. It's an eight-year-old kid, so it's like no wonder he wouldn't mess it up. His little little adventure going out there past the deer, fighting the the, the king deer. Yeah, yeah his father, the big his boss father? twice. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the real question. I mean, it's heavily implied, but I mean, you can't really assume, I guess. But it's heavily implied that like the leader of the pack was like his dad, and mm-hmm. he he totally went toe to toe with his old man to get this mm-hmm. fucking mushroom. He literally fought off his bio dad twice, to, though. To, Twice to try to get a mushroom, the quote-unquote cure-all mushroom, for the only one who really treated him like a son. And it ended up being the fucking poison anyway. His first words coming back, he goes, sorry, I lost your medicine book. Yeah. And it it was just like, Jesus. The way he looks, the way he looks in that with his leg broken, his eye all swollen. We're talking a lot about Chopper here, because this is his arc, but man... Uh He'll look to like every like you see you feel like the despair and the the sheer oh, like sadness both in the moment where he chases Chopper out and the moment where he comes mm-hmm. back with this mushroom, just like uh, just the internal like I pushed this poor thing away and then he came back stole a book but and, and lost it but with the intention of finding something for me and just like it ripping him apart internally. And then they're standing in the doorway, hugging it and forces stuff. him to, to eat it, to eat the poison on the spot. He goes, 
I, I yeah. can't deny this. E- even if I know this is poison and it's going to kill me, well, I can't say no. He knew he was going to die anyways. That's the other difference. He knew that, right. And he took the moment. He was like, I had, still have like a few days or I can just eat this now and give this kid a little bit of happiness right now. And and I want to point out, this was before he completed his research. He was on the clock as it was. Yeah. Before he ate that mushroom, he still had yet to complete the the final yeah. bits of his work, his grand his grand all scheme. Now, obviously, he he managed to get there. Like we know, it that. finished five minutes later. But, it literally finished yeah. five minutes later. But I want I want to <laughs> believe. I want to believe that that whole scene, like the unspoken dialogue, was you know Doctor Hero look realizing that he fucked up and understands the gravity of the trust that he instilled in Chopper and started to realize that it's not good enough to just, you know, give him this excitement and this thrill at the idea of exploring the world. He needs to give him the, he needs to be a better parent and give him the tools required Mm -hmm. to fend for himself out there. I don't think it was necessarily only just the tools. I think it was more so the, he wanted to give him the drive because let's be real. He was a pirate too. And so, you know, why was he a pirate? Well, he wanted to, you know, it's what we've seen, you know, the constant theme of this show is, you know, go out and adventure and like to be a you know true pirate, you have to be you know willing to adventure. The problem is that Chopper was become at that moment was becoming uh, stagnant. He was being content with where he was, where in reality he should have been, you know, because of, let's be real, he's treating him as his own kid. He'd want his own kid to go adventure like he did as a pirate. He wanted his kid to have a goal and aspirations to grow and continue on versus just be staying in this island and being stagnant. And so For like sure. him sacrificing himself gave Chopper the goal, like, because he learned from his mistake of I poisoned my own dad. I have to learn to be the best doctor to help me get the skills to get away from here. I mean, we, we, he doesn't know that yet because, until he met Luffy, but it's 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 the setting the stones. This leads to two really great scenes, and uh, it's a bit long here, so uh, uh, follow me here. Mm-hmm. Um, in the scene where, where Dr. Kuroha discovers that Chopper gave him the deadly mushroom, and then it really kills Chopper, there's a thing that the anime does where they change the score. The usually in these like really dark or sad moments, they use like an ambient song or like a piano or a combination of strings and stuff. And this one, they use a choir and it is so deadly. Like the choir. It, it, just it's like that in. first time you hear the choir in like those super hype anime moments in Naruto when like the villain shows up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the fuck that shit is. Ah, oh, dude, I know exactly what you mean. I tried so hard to find that song and I couldn't. Uh, oh, really? I, it might be a version of Ave Maria, which is also shown here. I'm not sure if it's like the preamble to like pre uh, Ave Maria, but uh, you definitely very blatantly get it later when he's at the castle. It it just gives a, like an entirely different level of seriousness where they they were like none of our none of the songs we have on deck match this moment. We need a new nothing, song. Nothing, nothing we have yet matches the energy that we have right here. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just go all in on the Ave Maria. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> no, yeah. well, I mean, like, let's be real. Music can set the tone for, like, that's how, like when I play D and D and everything. Like that I pick specific. I don't let you guys control the music. I specifically control the music to set the tone of a moment. Absolutely, because it, it it really enhances the the actions. Because, like, sure, we could just have them explode on the spot and you know be dead silent, and it would still be impactful because you know it's it's a shock value. But letting it slowly build up with the music, it's just it hits even harder. And then we get the my favorite scene so far of the series. Same. Uh, in 86 at the end. Hey. When do you think a person dies? 
When a bullet from a pistol pierces his heart? No. When he's attacked by an incurable disease? No. When he eats a soup of deadly poisonous mushrooms? No! A man dies when people forget him. <laughs> Even if I should disappear right now, my dream will come true. And when it does, the citizen's sickness of the heart will be cured as well. You're crying. Why, Dalton? Oh my god. And then Dalton's like, is is this true for a country? Can can you can you honestly believe that you, you can you can cure a country? He's like, only if only if the people who survive have the strength to do it later or some shit like that. The inherited will. And then his his last words, which I, I was just like, I can't. Mm. Please. I like this. <laughs> he 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 basically tells everybody that Chopper's on the way on his way and he goes. Very shortly, a monster will be coming. He's my son. Please, don't hurt him. Don't worry, Chopper. Your mushroom won't kill me. I've had a marvelous life! Goodbye, Quack. Thank you, Chopper! And then Chopper comes in, and we get a really sick Berserk transition. Oh, my God. Wow. Dude, this man is rabid. He is rabid with rage. This dude probably has never even felt anger like this before. Not not when he was being no. hunted or anything. Oh, my God. And, there's only, and then there's only one man who pulls him out. The only one who can. Fucking Dalton met him head on. So, like I said, this is a bit long here. Um, Terry Blossoms. Well, no, hold on, hold on. Before cherry we jump blossoms. on the, the cherry blossoms, I want to mention about or talk about Dalton too, because like just saying, like, because like, like at the beginning of the the, the you know the this arc for these guys, it, it's you, you kind of just get a well, he's respected, he has his motive. This one really sets in stone like the kickstart of his goals, which was really nice because like before we didn't really see like oh fuck Wapple because mm -hmm. you know he left and they tease you too, they yeah, tease they you tease that you. Dalton's done something. Or was mm -hmm. part of something. Exactly. And so, like, showing the actual, like, moment where Dalton switches sides and just seeing him get thrown in jail and everything like that for all of that was just so, like, again, it just well-rounded his character as well in this whole, like, sorry, because, like, again, like, I know I'm a stickler for things that make sense and being consistent. It completes the circle. And it's like, oh, this is where this clicks. This is where that clicks. Like, this makes sense. The only thing we're missing is the Blackbeard pirate part. We're going to ignore that for now. <laughs> we're going to ignore that for now. <laughs> There's a lot missing due to Blackbeard pirates, but, you know. <laughs> we're just going to take that, throw it in our back pocket, and leave it alone. Exactly. But, like, that's what I mean. It's like, it was a really well-rounded off moment for Dalton. And it's just, like, just seeing his growth, even though it wasn't his growth story, seeing it, like, like, it it made me go like wow this show like this is actually like becoming like one of my more favorite arcs of the show so far, just because of how well they did the storytelling, how well they showed the struggle, the the the, the pure rage, the everything, the emotion captivated by this arc alone is just that phenomenal. If I, I like I had never known about this before watching the show that there was they could captivate this in this show. For me, like when I first started watching the show, I thought it was like, you know, the earlier season where it was like, eh, funny, stupid bullshit and a bunch of, you know, hearsay, you know, lame, you know, backstory. Now this is like, oh, we hitting deep now. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going yeah. for them strings in your heart, and we cut in every single one. Everyone, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this this be the one piece. Um, so so cherry blossoms, right? Uh, I looked into it. I've researched a bit here, and I found uh-huh. a story that I, I quite enjoyed uh, okay. dealing with Hitaluk. All right, oh. there's a lot of meanings for the the flower, and it's you know the national flower of Japan and all that, mm-hmm. but. One story was was the of a story of a sacrificing samurai. Okay. Uh, the mm-hmm. cherry blossom is essentially like seen as both fragile and short of a blooming period, which is can yes. can be interpreted as a transient of life. And the story goes that uh, a cherry tree grew on the samurai's land over a hundred years, and when the samurai got old, so did the tree, and, and then it began to die and wilt. So the samurai was like, "I need to save this tree." And he committed uh, the ritual suicide right under it. And within a few hours or an hour, the tree began to blossom again and continue to live on. And just like in the show with Hitler's sacrifice, uh, the story of values and, and the greater good goes on within the, the story of Chopper and the, the people around him. I'm not crying. You're crying. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn invisible. Onion cutting ninjas. Those fucking those onion cutting ninjas are at it again. I tell you, it's, it's just so good. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's really good. I, very... I I don't want to get into too many spoiler territory. There there is a a very specific story that actually inspires Doctor Hiroluk, uh, being the merchant that visited a, a a strange land and found himself cured of uh by just viewing sakura trees. It's actually like a real dude that existed in real life. Uh, to forego some spoilers in the series uh i'll say that it's very reminiscent of going out and adventuring and all it comes back to is the the mind is a powerful thing right yeah it's Mm -hmm. fucking you can overcome (laughs) shit i guess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's the message i suppose maybe well not the full message the real message is you only die when you're forgotten that's the real message i forget about this backstory every time i watch it this is, I believe this is only the third. This How is the third time. How could you forget that? This hit, this backstory out of all of them hits the hardest. No, but uh, listen, listen to me first. Um, it's not that I forget <laughs> what happened. I like fully remember it, but the it's the, the emotions. Mm-hmm. Every time you watch it, you go shit. Yeah, here it, we it go hits, again. <laughs> it hits hard. This is the second time I'm watching through this, and it hits just as hard this time as because you the forget first time. the emotions coming in. You go, here we go. We're gonna get chopped, and you go, oh no. Here I go crying again. This this is actually one of the arcs explicitly that I cannot stand people who skip and just go with the movie instead because they skip over some of the the better, I don't know, like setup for for like the whole of Chopper's backstory. Like I'm not saying they don't cover it, but they they get through it so quickly. It just it just doesn't hit like it does when you watch it episodically. Like this these sets of like, like this set of art is just that like it just shows how much more serious the show can get for you know viewers like me who like you know more serious plots more you know what I mean like I don't really care for Usopp's plot in my opinion like I never did we you know we've seen that rant before but like this makes up for it though in my opinion like you can't skip this. I, I love saying till I'm blue in the face that my favorite part about this series is that you go in like just expecting gags and, you know, stupid act like stupid activities and just all around like a fun time, like a shitty D&D group that just get into stupid acti- like stupid shit all the time. But then like every so often when it fucking hits you, oh, my God, does it hit, man? Every mm-hmm. time. 
this is this is easily my uh my first very memorable scene in the whole series this is where i start writing the these are the memorable scenes for me personally i love the mihawk scene with zoro but this is it no i like the other stuff too but this this one does it just jumps another level beyond the other ones yeah this is are leagues leagues above any any other like really amazing moment it's mainly due to the the way they did everything everything like combined together is just really well done and when in the other ones usually they, they had like miss misses and like things they didn't do well around the moments the this only is bad perfect. again the only bad thing about these this arc so far is the villain hear me out i'm listening i don't know how it's gonna happen but why just give him the golden ham today Oh, to Wapple? Uh, to, yeah, okay. <laughs> to Wapple. Uh, no, that's, a, that's uh, no. a fatty nah for me. You th- you think I'm going to pass up the opportunity? The only chance we're going to get to give it to my boy Hero Look, get the fuck out of here. It's just a funny thought, all right? <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. No, I, uh, while, while, while we're there, um, Hero Look, yes. Uh, unanimous? Question mark? At all? Hello? I Honestly, I don't know. I know? Like, all right. It's a tie between Hero Look and Chopper for me. Yeah, this is this is, mm. this is hard. Yeah, because like here, like, I don't know. Here, like is you know gets it for be- being a, such a good father figure and trying to do what's best for his child. But I want to give it to Chopper because you could see the growth in his story and the struggle and everything about it. Like like it, it's so flawless. While I agree with you, I it, maybe maybe this is a bit on the nose for the way hams are supposed to work. But there are going to be plenty of opportunities to give Chopper hams. But as Brendan stated. This is the only chance that Hero Luck has. Okay, well, regard regardless of that part, I I just cannot sleep soundly at night without giving. That's my. This is one of my favorite speeches in the entire series. He gets the hand for that speech alone. That is that is one of my favorite things. This is this is worthy of a double because we had two amazing characters. With one amazing voice acting. Yeah, I mean for sub. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, but, it's great for us. Yeah, I love every bit of it. You know, for you know, like it was just. It was so the, the the duo of them, like both contrasting each other. You can't just give it to one. It's just like you guys with the Giants and everything. Like, yeah, the Giants remember what they didn't hit nearly as hard as this did. Yeah, I'm going to give it to both because I like I want to give it to her like alone, but I can't ignore Chopper, the, the little dudes. The struggle. You can't ignore the struggle. The way he got beat up and all that. I just can't. I'm giving I mean, you, it to you're both. Right, you're right. All give right, it to uh, both. They do the Chopper and I can I can <laughs> yeah. I can give up on both. That's fine. But I just I, I can't sleep at night without having my boy Hero Look. What if for the for picture I put it a little bit more to the Hero Look side? <laughs> Hero, Hero Lux gets we get we get sixty forty Hero Look. He, he has two inches to the right wall. <laughs> It'll be like Luffy's bounty poster. You just see Chopper in the back with his head turned. <laughs> nah, I already got I already got your picture. Your picture is them sleeping on the floor head to head. They got that little. They got that one. But but yeah, you just you just sh- you just cool. shift hero luck to be more of the frame. <laughs> give it a nice fifty five forty five. I'll give it. It's cool. Uh, no, I on a, on a slightly more serious topic though. <clears throat> going back to like uh, praising hero luck more because I can't stop either. Um, <laughs> this dude rolled up to that castle fully mm-hmm. prepared to blow himself to hell, no matter what happened. He went up there. He was going to treat those doctors and then be like, all right, my work here is done and just detonate himself. Yeah, he he went up there fully preparing not to have a not to be taken prisoner or sent off the island. And but I think more so B to not have the mushroom be the thing that killed him. 
Oh, I didn't even think of it from that oh, yeah. angle. If he got put in a jail cell, even if they didn't kill him on the spot, if they put him in a jail cell, he's just going to die later that night because it only, he only lasts a day after eating it. So he went there fully preparing himself yep. to, to, to take his own life so that Chopper wouldn't have to bear that burden, whether he knows it or not. I am literally putting my my hands on my forehead. I now understand why that is so important. Why oh have you, my how many God. times have you seen this? Yeah, remind the, remind the listeners. No, but hold on. Hold on. Hear me out here. The, I always take away from that speech that you just can't die until the last person who remembers you stops carrying on your will. That is when you die. It right. never it never clicked to me that it, it even goes beyond the profound nature of he – I mean, I know he takes his own life, so he can't be kept prisoner, and then he takes his own life, you know, just because he knew what he was going to do when he got there. But he even went out of his way to skip the profoundness and literally to tell Chopper, no, 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 your mushroom physically will not be what takes me. Oh, my God, I get it. Oh, my God, that's so good. Well, right before we get into the quotes here, because we are going a bit long, anybody else have any final thoughts? Fucking hiking bears, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the hiking bears. I will the say, execution though, of them. Um, fuck the hiking bear for not getting in on the search party, though. I mean. It's just hikes, all right? That's the one purpose. He's busy uncovering the one piece. He goes, Chill, he goes up to, he goes up to, what's his face, Rick? And he goes, what is my purpose? You hike. <laughs> you hike. You hike. You hike and get bowed to. Rick and Morty beeps. <laughs> yeah. For high IQ. Uh, a few things here before we get into the quotes. Housekeeping yeah. for those people listening out there. Uh, next up, next week's episodes are going to be episodes. I believe it was eighty-eight to ninety-one. Also, we're uh, we're going to redo episode one eventually. I'm just putting it out oh. there, so you know. Oh, he's putting it on recording so that we have to do it. I mean, I mean, you, you can still. I still say we leave it as episode zero, but I don't know. type all over it. Skip, please. <laughs> All right, we might get better. Maybe depends on the person. Um, I talked to to Brendan about this. Uh, we're also gonna do a a non episodes show where we're gonna discuss the podcast and the the state of it, what we want from it, what we expect, how we enjoy the show so far, and then I'm gonna ask the two of you who haven't seen very far to sort of step out so me and Brendan can discuss future spoilers and what we hope to get from it. Damn, that means I can't listen either. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that one we're gonna ask you guys, and then stuff. I'm also gonna tell people to to not listen Spoiler if they alert. haven't. Yeah, if they haven't seen. Spoiler that alerts for episodes 100 through 999. Literally, almost a thousand. It's it's very close. One Piece, chill, my dude. That's what I'm saying, dude. Uh, I believe okay. that was it for what I wanted to say. So pass me the quotes. All right, Christian, what you got? Uh, I, I mean, besides the the machine, these episodes that is Hero Luck. Um, I have two besides that. One, uh, I guess they're kind of both more serious. One is, um, at the, also in the realm of episode eighty four when they're flashing back to uh Kareha and Chopper discovering the three of them at the top of the mountain. Um, they're, you know, Chopper and her discussing how like absolutely fucked up they are. Uh, and then Luffy, uh, reaches up and grabs Kareha's arm. And the only thing he says to her before like supposedly passing out again is, Those two are my friends, okay? And he's got that, you know, really serious shaded over face. Uh, and it just adds more to like the, 
it was the first moment, as I'm sure you're about to say, that Chopper gets of Luffy going, "Oh, this yeah. this guy's pretty dope. This yeah. this guy might be really cool." Um, so that really kicks off that really kicks off the uh, the tone for these four episodes uh, very well. So uh, I'll I'll skip over the super long one, but we all we all know my favorite quote of this week. The the, the just when does a person die, my dudes, mm-hmm. and. Uh, but in addition to that, one thing that kind of got glossed over relatively quickly was as soon as Kareha catches up with Chopper and asks, like, OK, where's Hero? Look, where'd he go? And, uh, you know, Chopper eventually tells Kareha that he cured him of his disease, gave him this mushroom. And when she realizes what he did and beats the shit out of him, you know, in addition to scolding him, she starts like spouting like the skull in that book means poison. Understand? Fire! no. Remember it. There is no known medicine in this world that can work for all diseases. That's why doctors exist. Literally giving him like a medical lesson in addition to that, because she just got done having the talk with Herolik, obviously, about, you know, watch over Chopper. I know he'll be a mm-hmm. great doctor. And uh, I don't know. That, I, I love that little tidbit where Kareha is putting aside her pride for a minute and the fact that she's literally talking to the little man that as far as she can tell is the one who killed him ahead of his time. And she's still, you know, fulfill or okay with that wish. And, uh, the other feelsy one is as soon as Chopper comes back with the mushroom and, and hero look realizes what he's done at this point. Uh, when Chopper asks if he can be a doctor, I just love how heart wrenching he goes. When he tells Chopper, of course he's going to be, he's like, I know he'll be a wonderful doctor. Because you have such a kind heart. That was like, oh, my dude. My guy. I agree. (laughs) Be still, uh, my heart. And then the only other one is, I I love that little bit. It's it's a funnier line. And we've already talked about it. But when uh, Chopper asks Sanji, like, wait, how, how does he stretch like that? And he's like, well, because he's a rubber man. And then Chopper, you know, inquisitively looks up to Sanji and, and he goes, you know, what's that? And Sanji looks right back at him with a big fat old grin, just goes, it's a monster. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a dude. Oh, that one hit. That's mm-hmm. good. Just solidifying the role it's model. Really good. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're done here, right? We're good. Panda sightings. On, uh, panda sightings. At panda sightings. At us if if Ninja Onions ever gets you, especially for these episodes. <laughs> also, side note, in case we have a new listener out there, Dylan's our, our hamster editor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in case we say Dylan something, it's, it's because it's a hamster in the corner. He's our sound guy. He's doing stuff, all right? He's the editor. He runs on the wheel and he makes our shit good. Allegedly. Dylan, end the show now. <laughs> Wait, no. Title drop. 